Good morning and welcome to this edition of Book Talk featuring the bookshelf ladies, Chris and Mary. Good morning to you, ladies. Good morning. Good morning. I trust everybody had a good uh, Labor Day weekend. Busy. Oh, yeah. I'm still thinking this is Monday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it's been good. It's been good. Oh, good. So, okay. So, shall we start on our list? Oh. You? Please do. Oh, go ahead, Chris. Yep. Nope, nope. You go right ahead. Let's see. We, we're oh, doing okay. it off of the uh, Indies, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Is that okay? Okay. That's absolutely fabulous. Okay. Um, if if we sound funny when we're talking, it's because I don't know why there's like a delay between her phone, my phone, and the the um radio station there so you know we apologize if it i know he was having trouble earlier with the uh dial a deal stuff but there's there's like a delay so that's why we sound like we're talking over the top of each other or not talking so just a little disclaimer there so yeah, i will yeah, start I, on yeah i can hear a really see? crazy feedback oh that's yeah i'm i'm just i'm sounding like there you go, <laughs> which we tend to do anyway. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay, we'll do our indie bestsellers. Um, hey, there's stars this week. I'm excited. That's, yeah. That means there's so a we new knew release. stars, too. I know. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm so happy because I get to. Heck, yeah. Okay, yeah, so we'll start out with the out our... In the last couple of weeks, yeah, we knew we'd get some stars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of good ones on here. Um, so we'll start out with the hardcover fiction. And number one is a star, which um, a lot of people were looking forward to this one with bated breath. All those Louise Penny fans, her new hardcover's out, and it's debuting at number one. It's The Madness of Crowds. So, yeah. And we'll she's, talk she about always... that a little later in the, in the USA Today. Okay. Okay, Matt Haig, number two with the Midnight Library. The Paper Palace, Miranda Cowley at number three. And Stephen King, still in the top five at number four with Billy Summers. Number five is a debut. It's Honoré Fanon Jeffers, and it's the love songs of W.E.B. Dubois. So I think, is that the Oprah one? That Am is I... the new Oprah selection, and... We'll talk about that a little bit later, too. Okay. That works. Okay. Number eight is also a debut. It's William Kent Kruger with Lightning Strike. And number nine, Peter Heller with The Guide. So those are some more debuts on our list. Yep, in the non And they'll be debuting on ours, too. Okay. This is good. We, we need to mix it up a little here in September. In the nonfiction, yes. number one. Number one debuts at um, with a hero of two worlds, the Marquis de Lafayette in the Age of Revolution. 
And this is Mike Duncan, and this is a good historical, isn't it? Do you know anything you know, about I this was, one, Chris? I was really surprised that this didn't debut on the USA Today, um, because this has received a tremendous amount of, of publicity. Uh, we've already had it. We've already sold it um, in yeah. our shop, um, and it really is um, a, a great uh, a book for the American Revolution, uh, told from his this point of view of Lafayette. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. So we're definitely number two. To get some more, oh. I get another copy of that one back in. Okay, for sure. The good historical, you can't beat it. Right. Crying in H Mart is number two, and that's a memoir by Michelle Zahner. The Boy, the Mole, the Fox, and the Horse, Charlie McKessie at number three. This is Your Mind on Plants, Michael Pollan. And World Travel, an Irreverent Guide. That's Anthony Bourdain still in the top five. In the paperback um, fiction, People We Meet on Vacation, number one, Emily Harry, Henry, sorry, The Song of Achilles, Madeline Miller, Circe, Madeline Miller. Where the Crawdads Sing at number four, Delia Owens and Frederick Backman with Anxious People. No debuts on our paperback list in the fiction. Um, in the nonfiction, Braiding Sweetgrass, and that's Robin Wall Kimmerer. The Body Keeps the Score, Bessel van der Kolk. Entangled Life. <laughs> okay, I like this. This is by <laughs> Merlin Sheldrake. Entangled Life. How fungi make our worlds change our minds and shape our futures. <laughs> Who doesn't like a good fun isn't, guy? <laughs> isn't that just the truth? That is absolutely the I truth. Know. Oh, I know. Oh, I love the title. You, you want to pick it up and read it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> number <laughs> number five, Sapiens, A Brief History of Humankind. There is a debut on at number six, no surprise here, The Old Farmer's Almanac 2022. Um, yes, right. We got to know when it's going to snow. <laughs> oh, heck yeah. So we can say, yep, they were right, or yep, they were wrong. So exactly. it's always fun. <laughs> In the children's early and middle grade readers, Cat Kid Comic Club, back at the number one, Dave Pilkey. And the other guy he keeps changing places with, Jeff Kinney, the Raleigh Jefferson's awesome, friendly, spooky stories. A Wolf Called Wanderer, Roseanne Perry. Number four, Allergic, Megan Wagner. Super Extra Deluxe, Deluxe Essential Handbook. This is Pokemon. That's number five. So there are we're, no we're other still, debuts. We're, yeah, we're still waiting for that Super Extra Deluxe. It's oh, man. And had a couple of kids asked for it, so oh. we should be getting it back in pretty soon. But we did get a copy of The Wolf Called Wander back in. So um, oh, that's, that good. is really a great story. Yeah. Kind of based well, on a real good. wolf. If, you know, remember that oh. wolf that came, it was a story about that wolf that would show up. I think it was in, uh, it was, it, well, obviously one of the Western states. Uh, I want to say um, Colorado, I think it was, that he would kind of just show up on the fringes of the of the tree line in the forest and some dude finally I mean everybody shot him um, even though he Aww. had a collar yeah so they never did find hmm. out who did it but they were not happy 
No. I think it's quite illegal in a lot of states to shoot wolves. I know they really, the numbers have went down over the years, and they're they're trying to get them back up. And I know farmers aren't happy, but you know what? You well, know you know, too, sometimes, you know? yeah, sometimes they, um, you know, they'll they'll get a license if they if they find that a, a wolf is, you know, preying on the on the cattle or the the herd, the sheep. Right. So you know, it's just it's just tough for the wildlife because the we're encroaching on their territory and on their feeding grounds and. You know, they're they're just they don't they don't kill just to kill. They just they do kill to eat. So, right, exactly. Okay, and the young adult they both die at the end. Adam Silbera, we were liars. E Lockhart, one of us is lying. Karen McManus, <laughs> Firekeeper's daughter Angeline Bully, the Inheritance Games, Jennifer Lynn Barnes. So again, on that list, no no debuts. The children's illustrated <laughs> still number one time for school little blue truck alice shirtle good night moon margaret weiss brown the very hungry caterpillar eric carl cat problems <laughs> jory john and lane smith is the <laughs> illustrator and another one of my favorite number five the pigeon has to go to school he's got to go to school yep. and that's mo willems uh those some classics yes we there. We did just restock a bunch of pigeon books, you know, when we went yes. over to look and see how many we had left. We were woefully short on pigeon. Oh, I know. So we we got to keep pigeon. Got to keep the pigeon, yes. <laughs> I, I noticed on the list here, too, it's coming up and it's coming to be that time. Room on the Broom is back up there, Julia Dodson. Yes. So, yeah, we're, yes. we're looking at we the need to Halloween do, we here. Probably we probably should do that this week and start cracking out the Halloween stories. Yeah, yeah. I think so, since we put the school books away. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. children's yeah. series. Dave Pilkey, he's number one with Dog Man. Wings of Fire, T. Sutherland. Magic Treehouse, Mary Pope Osborne. Elephant and Piggy, another Mo Willems um, series that I enjoy. And Harry Potter round out the top five. So that had to be my list today. Alrighty, Rose. Let's see. Let's pop back up here. And um, let's hope my uh, voice manages to stay with me for the entirety of the show. We still have 15 minutes. Um, okay, <laughs> debuting at number one, as we said, as as we did debut at number one on our list, is The Madness of Crabs by Louise Penny. Uh, Chief Inspector Armand Gramache's latest escapade starts with a controversial professor and ends in murder. This is the 17th in um, the series of the Inspector Gramache. And then, of course, wow. <clears throat> Louise, Louise Penny, <clears throat> well, it's gone. Um, Louise Penny will be uh, putting out a new book that she's written, written, sorry, written, <laughs> written uh, with uh, uh, Ms. Clint, uh, uh, Clinton, and um, that will be out, I believe it's next month, and it's uh, going to be a, a thriller, so that should be, uh, Bill has been writing with Patterson, 
And so now let's see how his lovely wife does with Louise Penny. Oh, number two. <clears throat> yeah, that's coming out next month. I'm thinking next month. Uh, Billy Summers uh, is number two by Stephen King. Still doing very well. It Ends With Us has um, moved up a couple notches. Uh, this is a paperback. Uh, Riley Kincaid's relationship with Lily becomes complicated when a man from her past shows up. This is by Colleen Hoover. And this has been doing well all summer. This has been a hand sell and a um, um, book that's been recommended by readers to each other. And it's, you know, it's still got legs. It'll probably still be here for um, the rest of the fall. American Marxism by Mark. Mark R. Levine uh, is number four, Drop to Space. The Last Thing He Told Me by Laura Dave. Uh, this was another book that's done super well over the summer and still in hardcover. Lightning Strikes. This is William Kent Kruger's uh, book that's de that debuted on, on our list, debuting on US Today, U.S. Today at number six. And this is a prequel. This is the this is the 18th book that he's written in this um, series of, of Cork O'Connor. But this is a prequel, and it's about um, Cork stumbling on a dead body, in, and his life changes forever. And he's only 12 at the time. Oh, of, of my. This, this, this is actually before the first one. And, and you remember, I, I'm, I'm pretty certain that you were with us. This was in Minneapolis when we met uh, William Kent Kruger. Uh, it was one of his yes. early books. We're early in the season, and he wasn't he wasn't that famous yet. I mean, the yeah. um, the book won an award, um, but it hadn't taken hold yet as it is now. I mean, everybody just waits with bated breath for the next one to come out. He's such a just a lovely personality, a great friendly guy. Uh, but you know, you think how can you write these stories? <laughs> but they're um, they're just uh, pack a punch uh, with the um, Cork O'Connor stumble. So I'm wondering how he's going to you know approach this instead of the gruff sheriff. Now he's just a 12 year old, you know, finding yeah, that could, so that could be very interesting. It could be a challenge, you know, for for Bill to, yeah. to write this book. So I kind of like to see what it how it goes. Um, number seven is the Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, legendary <laughs> film actress, discusses her rise to fame with a journalist, and hopefully we should be getting that sometime this week. We were supposed to get it last week, but I think it might have been sent to California instead. <laughs> kind of a mix up. Because. Uh, with yeah, that order. We got their stuff. Yeah. We had their stuff and, and it was definitely a California order. I've never seen such strange things in all my life. But, you know, <laughs> who's to say? So, to read anything in, in, on the ocean. Uh, but we've sent theirs back, so we're good. Um, The Long Slide by Tuckle Carlson has dropped, um, one point. It's now at eight. The Body Keeps Score by um, Nestle Van der Kolk, which is also doing well on our list. Brain, Mind, and Body and the Healing of Trauma. And that, that popped up from number 27. So that jumped up quite a bit wow. on the USA Today. 
Atomic Habits by James Clear <clears throat> rounds out the top ten. <clears throat> An easy and proven way to build good habits. And so that's our top ten. Let's see what's the rest of it. At the, the next ten, Love Songs of Debbie E.B. Du Bois. And, of course, that's debuting on our list also. Uh, this is the Oprah selection. Uh, it, it is a doorstop. It's a big book, 815 pages. And and this book actually has been, um, it's gotten a lot of buzz. There's been a lot of talk about it. But the, the one thing that I hear the most often is that they're comparing this book to James A. Michener in the way that Whoa. Michener wrote those big stories with, with five and six storylines in it where you, you you find out and you learn so much about history from from his books. And, and in this one, it's the story of a young girl, uh, Ailey Garfield, who is um, an African-American. And the songs, the love songs, are basically the stories of her ancestry. And it, and it deals with the Africans, uh, coming over on slave ships, uh, African as, as living as slaves, the, the indigenous Creek Indians in that area, which were practically wiped out, and the white settlers that came to this country and became slave owners. And so they, all those, all those, um, uh, ancestry lines are kind of woven together. In that, so this is a a big book. If you like a really big book, it's got a lot of stories and a lot of history. Um, They said this is the one. This is the one to read this this fall. The love song is this her EB boy. This is her first first one. Um, Okay. This is her first her first novel. Now she is um, a poet, and she's won numerous awards for poetry. And but she's also a historian who was writing it poetry. So I think she just decided to get back into her roots and do something different. So we know she's a good writer. And and I found that writers who are poets, their voices are lyric almost when you're reading yes. a book. They're, they're very um, so I can't I can't imagine that this could be a myth on on you know with with any. Um, bow or rifle. This will. This is going to be a good book. And that's debuting on our list at eleven. Number twelve, the people we need on vacation. Emily Harris. That's a great summer read, and it's going to go right on into the fall. Uh, the Bombshell by Sarah McLean. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I noticed, <laughs> I noticed that this was debuting in the mass market on our little list. Yeah. And this is uh, this is one of Peg's favorites. And, uh, oh, and, yeah. And other patrons, yes, part of the Hell's Bells series. And so <laughs> this is uh, Lady Cecily Talbot embraces the reputation and freedom that comes with her title, but that could change. So there's going to be a little intrigue in there in a, in a romance. But this is going to be one of those fun books, a quick read. Uh, 14 is the Midnight Library by Matt Haig. That's been uh, hanging around for a, a good long time. It's a great book. We have a debut next. It's Fern Michaels, and it's called Hidden. And this is a first in a new series that she's doing. It's called Lost oh, and Found. And 
Yes, this is great. An antique uh, place of siblings, Cullen and Luna Vogman, in danger. And it's the first in a series. And this is kind of, uh, uh, this series is uh, Cullen and Luana are sisters and sister and brothers. And they have an antique store. And But, of course, there's going to be a little mystery mixed in. So Fern Michaels mm. does such a great job with just this kind of, uh, I wouldn't exactly call it cozy mysteries, but um, they're not as quite as intense as some can get. But it's but great. Yes. You know, you don't always know who done it until the end. And, and that is called Hidden. That's the title of that book. Project Hail Mary by Andy Weir jumped up from 57 back up into the <clears throat> top 20 at 16. This is uh, uh, another science fiction that he's written after The Martian. In this one, the click is uh, the clock. Uh, the clock is ticking, and a lone astronaut <laughs> must save humanity from an extinction-level threat. And I think it could be that it was just announced this is going to be made into a movie. And Brian Gosling has been chosen for the part of the astronaut. So it's Aww. given um, Project Hail Mary a new life. So um, I'm sure lots of, will be reading that again. Colleen Hoover's Verity. Uh, this is a paperback. A struggling writer is hired to complete the works of a permanently injured author. This, is, this actually was written about three years ago. And I think that it's hmm. just coming back. Um, because her uh, It Ends With Us is doing so well. So this has um, gotten some new life on that, came up from the bottom of the barrel. Where the Crawdads Sing by Delia Owens is still here. It's doing very, very well. Uh, the Very Hungry Caterpillar board book, that's back in the top 20, and it's interesting to see that it's um, it was just came from 23. So... Uh, this classic story uh, about a caterpillar that eats all the time and turns into a butterfly is just a classic book that just stays with us forever. I love this book, too. Oh, yeah. I think it's probably one of his first. It's got to be at least 25 years old, if not more. Probably more than that. Yeah, I think it's better. older than that. Yeah. It might even be 50. Um, James, yeah, 50 doesn't sound that old. Many years ago. <laughs> I know. Oh, that's right. just 50 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And the last one on our uh, list is The Noise by James Patterson and J.D. Barker. That uh, debuted last week at 5, and but it's still in our top 20. The Lives of Two Survivalist Sisters change forever after they hear a strange loud noise and you know I've, i meant to find out what that strange loud noise was last week and i just forgot about I it i know i'm i'm intrigued i need to look that up <laughs> <laughs> um, i know that uh, on the guide that was debuting on on our list um let's see who who was that that was on um uh, best-selling and hardcovers by Peter Heller. That you know, this one is set. This is if you've got a guy that likes to read, but like it also likes to fish. The guide is actually a, a mystery set in Colorado um, about Ooh. kind of what's going on on this private fishing uh, resort. And but 
but uh, Peter Heller has done, you know, put a lot of information in there about fishing, you know, and the techniques of fishing. So, you know, that's kind mm. of unusual. And uh, so Peter must be a fisherman at heart and has decided to add that to his repertoire <laughs> when he writes a mystery. Yeah, he's, he's pretty good at that. But uh, that I can see why that's coming in on, on our list r- right away. Um, oh, yeah. With, um, this, with, with the fishing issue. Um, so we've got just a little bit of time left. Let's see what we've got coming out. Um, yep, that was the guide. So let's see what's coming out this week. And on sale, of course, they're a week behind. That wouldn't make any sense. Sure. Oh, yes, we've got this little book, The Christie and the Snob. This is a Babysitter Club graphic novel. This is the tenth in that series, so I know the girls are looking forward to that. I, re- I remember when um, the Babysitter's Club first came out 30 years ago, and the, the girls would be, they knew when the next book was going to come out. And, you know, they knew the oh, day yeah. we were here on the day. Yeah, it was so much fun for that. Um, we've got a new one by J.D. Robb, Forgotten in Death. This is the 53rd in an E. Dallas novel. And I, that's, of course, a lot. Some of these things won't be heading here until tomorrow because there was a little flux in the, um, with the holiday in there. So, yeah. And apparently, for what, yeah, uh, we, uh, have dropped the call. So, wait. Uh, hello. Oh, yeah. Hello. Um, Go right ahead. Hello, hello. Go ahead. Okay. Are you back? Yep, go ahead. Okay. Uh, What once was mine is a twisted... Hey, I'm not... uh... All right. I'm not sure what's going on there, Brother Snape. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Good question. You know, the gremlin's in the Uh, phone system or something this morning. I'm I'm thinking. Ladies, you there? Oh, oh, well. Yeah, yeah, we're here. Well, we've got about 30 seconds, I think, Tom. You, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, so uh, tell you what, we're going to go ahead. Uh, sorry, we're, we'll have to wrap it up. Um, and uh, can you tell us once again your uh, location and phone numbers and hours and all the uh, pertinent information for the bookshelf? Well, okay, okay. let's see if we can get this through. <laughs> we are here from <laughs> Tuesday to Friday from 11 to 5 and Saturday. Um, most of the time, but it's best to call from 11 to 2 on Saturday. Um, we're on the corner of Walnut and Bowringer, right there where all big orange signs are that say, our businesses are open. And um, the phone number is 812-934-5800. So give us a call. All right. Thank you very much, ladies. And we will talk to you again next Tuesday on the next edition of Book Talk, brought to you by The Bookshelf.